Good morning, church. You may be seated. Thank you. Viewers all over the world, we salute your faith. Thank you, Lord. Today, we talk about the word, the word of God. As we all know, faith is of man's heart. And uh, the Bible says in the book of Romans, anything that does not come from faith is sin. That is anything that does not come from heart. So that is man's spirit is sin, it's wrong. Hallelujah. So you take your reading with me to the book of Isaiah 55, verse 10. It also will be a very important passage for you to read. We read the book of Hebrew, that is chapter 4, and there also the book of Ephesians 3. So when you look at verse 17, there also will be of help, John 3 will help us. Hallelujah. I can hear you. Amen. So you also take the, your reading from the book of John 15. So that verse for 17 too will be of help in our reading. So let's take that book of Hebrew. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. For we also had the good news proclaimed to us, just as they did. But the message they heard was of no value to them. Because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed. Verse 3, now we who have believed enter that rest, just as God has said. The world rest, 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 rest. You take note of that. Rest, rest, rest. Verse 10, for anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works. That it also rests from their struggle, from their tension, from their pressure. Take note of that. When you enter God's rest, you also read from the tension pressure. Just as God did from his, let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any war, double-edged. That is the word of God. So, like I have said, getting home, read the book of Isaiah 55, verse 10, will help. Ephesians 3, 17, will help. Faith is of man's heart. But there's Bible language that God used 
to save us. To create us, to judge us, and to rule over us. That is Bible language, which is language of hearts. Faith is of man's heart. Take note of that. But today's language we use to gossip, to give directions, to do politics. You know, politics today all over the world. Today's language is not Bible language. That is why it's difficult for Christians to involve in politics. Very, very difficult to involve in politics today because they use today's language to do politics, even to do business, to sing songs, and to talk to our children. We say, get out of this place, stupid. We don't mean it. But the word of the heart means, you know, think of how many, how many, I mean, time you have booed your children. Get out of this place. Please, stupid, idiot. You don't mean it. But art means it. Tell your neighbor. That's why God's language is word of heart. Bible language is word of heart, but you don't mean it. A lot of business, when you check today, you see many people with business car. I'm a contractor, I'm an architect, I'm a lawyer, I'm an engineer, I'm a this, a lot of business card. We use today's language to pray. See, you see people today use today's language, they don't even know the difference between the language of Bible and today's language. People use today's language to pray. That's why whatever they say in their prayer, they don't mean it. And whatever they receive seems not permanent because it's mere words. Uh, abide in me, come into my life, save my soul. I'm a sinner today. Lord Jesus, I will follow you to the end of my life. But next day, you see them somewhere else. Freedom today, Monday tomorrow. Because when you are, you, you are receiving healing, you say, Lord, heal me, heal me. I'll give my life to you, heal me. After your healing, look at what you are saying. It's not from your heart. So we use today language to pray, to counsel, to prophesy. You see, some prophecy will say, Ah, to, it will rain tomorrow, but you find that there's no rain. Because they don't mean what they are saying. It's not from their hearts. Faith is of man's hearts. When the word is in your heart, it will preserve you from desiring sin. 
to the word of God. You need the word of God in your heart to bring Jesus to the scene. You cannot say in Jesus' name and respect Jesus when what you are saying is not from your heart. When you don't mean it, you say, in Jesus' name, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, do this for me, give me blessing, give me this, give me this. All what you're saying is not from your heart. And you're expecting Jesus to come. The way in your heart can only bring Jesus to the sin. The word of God is the living presence of that divine power. If that word comes from the heart. Are you with me? If that word comes from the heart, it's the living presence of that divine power that heals, saves, that delivers. But if the word is not from the heart, you're just talking to yourself. You are saying the word of today. People use the word of today to pray, to cancer, to evangelize, to prophesy. You say, uh, I don't want to smoke this. I don't want to smoke. You keep coming to church. You don't want to smoke. If this word is not from your heart, it cannot influence your conduct and your character. It is the word from the heart that can influence your conduct and character. The word from the heart takes the place of unseen Jesus. Meditation in the word is a visit with God. Jesus. That meditation from the heart. A visit to Jesus. You become a part of the word by meditation. You have to get hold of your hearts. What is going on in your heart? Locate me in your mercy, O Lord. Locate me in your mercy, O Lord. More of you, more of you, more of this to continue. Your heart should continue saying this while looking at me. Meditation brings revelation. By the time you're busy saying this, you suddenly see who is talking here. I'm not the one talking, but because you are not in, in the vision, you are not inspired yet, you are still seeing a man talking to you. No, I'm not the one talking to you. You have to know, you have to see who is talking to you now by revelation. Meditation brings revelation. Continue, turn it over and over again in your heart. Locate me in your mercy, Lord Jesus. Take more of me. Give me more of you. More of your faithfulness, more of your obedience, more of your purity. Holiness, Lord. Busy, busy, busy. Then the revelation comes. You will now say, who is talking? You say that this is not the man that is talking. Aha, I said it. It's not the one. Now, after the God will take you back again to your, your real self. 
You don't say, oh, I'm back again. Again. You switch again. This is life you should live. Switch, on, on, switch, on, on, switch. There's a lot of melodies that should be going on in your heart, a lot of spiritual songs, hymns. You have song. You know a lot of songs. You can continue to engage your heart with. I have seen downfall of Satan. Glory be to God. Glory be to Jesus. That will continue in your heart. Downfall of Satan. Glory be to God. Amen. Continue to go in your heart. Continue in your heart. Continue in your heart. Continue this in your heart. Keep your heart busy. Why are you looking at me? If you cannot see beyond me, me, you are not engaged in God's projects. You must see beyond me to believe. Tell your neighbor, you must see beyond your pastor to believe. Just your pastor you used to see every day you go to church, you see your pastor moving, and no, you cannot believe. You must see beyond your pastor. Beyond him is the person talking. Tell your neighbor, beyond him, the person talking. Beyond him, the person preaching. That is all. It's not your pastor. You keep seeing your pastor every day. You are not going to church. You are, a, you are just a religious person. A religious person, that is all. You must see beyond. So to see beyond is that meditation. 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 What will hinder us? What is the reason why you cannot do what I'm asking you to do now? What will hinder us? Our human nature will. This has a lot to do with hindering God when there's some mature part spirit, part flesh in the heart of man. A constant conflict between flesh and spirit. So I said, don't listen to him, listen to him. Is it possible what he's saying? It's possible. Ah, I don't know. What is wrong? No. I've tried it before. Try it again. A constant conflict between flesh and spirit. A struggle between faith and doubt. Little time you say, Take more of me, give me more of you. Look at me, your mercy. What is the time say? You have abandoned what you are meditating. Okay, take more of me, give me more of you. Take more of me, give me more of you, your heart. Little time say, ah. can you help me switch that station, channel to, um, you are forgetting what you are talking. A struggle between faith and a constant 
conflict between flesh and spirit. When there is division in the heart of man. John Terry said, find out the truth and the truth will set you what? Wrong, mistake, sin is never covered by our parents. You put tie, collar, be Bible, cross, garment, be cap. Sin, wrong, mistake is never covered by our appearance, by our presence, by our prayer. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus did. By our tears. Sin is never covered. Sin can only be removed by repentance. So if our parents cannot cover our sin, our mistake, why are we wasting our time over our parents? As if it's part of the deal. How you look cannot cover your sin, your mistake, your presence, whatever majestic. That's nothing to do with us. You must bring your wrong, your mistake, your sin. Before the blood of Jesus, before the Spirit prays through you. Tell your neighbor again, I must bring my wrong, my mistake, my sin, before the blood of Jesus, before the Spirit prays through me. We don't know how to pray, the Spirit prays. We cannot do the work of God, the Spirit of God does. Where shall we start now? I'm talking about your life. We cannot continue this way. You have much, much, much to do. Don't let your age deceive you. Don't let your words deceive you. It's the spirit of God that can maintain when it comes to maintenance. You can achieve in whatever way, but to maintain, nothing and nothing can maintain except God. There's no way you can maintain your career. Look at our leader, our hero, the most powerful in the world. You read about them. Many of them fail to maintain their profile. That you are not mean what you are saying does not mean you cannot receive healing. You will receive healing if you don't mean it. You say, let me just come here. Uh, uh, and you don't mean what you are saying, but you have problems. God can, you can, be, the problem can be solved. But to maintain that, it's better not to receive than to lose. Because the people that say, congratulations, we'll later see you later. And say, what is wrong again? They start crying. What is all this? 
this is why I'm asking, where shall we start? Since you know what hinders us is our human nature. Like I have said, this has a lot to do with hindering God in your life. Tell your neighbor, this has a lot to do with hindering God in our life. When the human will is not wholly surrendered. What else again? It's not wholly surrendered to God. Your will refuses to surrender. You want to go there? And the will of God says, no, don't go. And you say, I will go. I will go. And I say discretion, you, everyone has. You have discretion. Look at the man at the pool of Bethesda. Jesus asked him, what can I do for you? He has the power and the grace to carry him. Yeah, you, are, you are in trouble. Carry, let him carry you. Drop him in this pool. Instead, he said, oh, what can I do for you? Do you want me to help you or not? And the man said, please help me. So the same way, the same way, you, you have discretion. That discretion is a special blessing for, for you. You can say no. You can say what TV should I say is nonsense. What, I can understand what he's saying. You have the right. Part spirit, part flesh. A constant conflict between flesh and spirit. That is the struggle you are going through. A constant conflict between flesh and spirit. If God is coming, your heart is contact point. But in that heart, there is a constant conflict. There is a battle. Go, don't go. Take, don't take. This is where you are. When you want to pray, Lord Jesus, help me to get there. Why something will be telling you to, you will not get there. This is why I'm saying, don't let your word deceive you. You have not get there. The richest man in your family, you say, oh, he has succeeded. You want to be like him. How do you know he has succeeded? Because of wealth? Man, natural gift cannot make one succeed. The success is all about spirit, supernatural. So something you can suddenly die and leave, and the enemy will start sharing them. If our leaders know this, superiority, complex, and all this fight will cease. If they know they are not what they think they are. Vanity upon vanity.
what your heart is telling you, saying about you, is what you are. What your heart is telling you now is what you are. Tell your neighbor. Tell yourself, tell yourself, speak to yourself. Listen to your heart. When you wake up in the morning and you want to go somewhere, just listen to your heart. Your heart may say, go, don't go. Heart is about meditation. You have been living in the thinking processing, not meditation processing. Tell your neighbor, you have been living in the thinking processing, not meditation processing. There's a difference. Meditation is about God. Thinking is about our problems. People can see you as a poor man, but your heart is telling you you are great. Indeed, you are great. You see a poor man, and his heart will be saying, oh, you are great. Indeed, he's great. But while you rich, your heart will be telling you you are the poorest in the world. Whereas upon the cash and money you are seeing, yet the heart is saying it's poor. So mean such money will not last. Whatever you cannot enjoy to the last is not of God. If what you are cannot be witnessed by generation yet unborn, it means it's not for generations, and God is of generations. God is of generation, and whatever you are cannot be witnessed by a generation yet unborn, it's not of God, and because God is of generation. So please, let's Build our life, commit your life to God for generations yet unborn to witness and see what you are enjoying today. Some had paid supreme price to bring them. That means minutes. Tell your neighbor. I can you understand? Heart means minutes. Mm. Whatever comes from the heart, we mean it. This is why each time I pray for you, I say, minutes, 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 minutes. It's a place where there's no doubt. Minutes. Minutes. Mean what you're saying. In your heart, talk to yourself. In him, in songs, in melodies, to your heart right now. Right now, that is the job. We are created to keep our heart busy with the Lord. Keep your heart praising God. That is what we are created for. 
you, our heart must be busy pressing who? Pressing God. But your heart has been, can you imagine how old are you now? Your heart has been roaming about. We are created to keep our heart busy for God, pressing God. Busy, 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 busy. At the beginning, it, it may look very difficult. Beginning of everything is always very difficult. But as time goes on, it will be part of you. So keep your heart pressing God. It sounds in him, in the melodies. That is the, what you are created for. And when you start this, you will come back and give testimony. Yes, they are supposed to know God's opinion about yourself. No matter what you are, no matter what you acquire, no matter how great you are, if you don't know God's opinion about yourself and about others, whatever you acquire is zero. The first place we are to prosper is in our spiritual life. Tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. I can't hear you. Again and again? Yes. Because your spiritual life is the engine that will carry your success. If you prosper financially, and you are just like a little baby in your spiritual life. That money you have will be spent by enemy. You take it to care for sickness, to run from one problem to another, to, to, to run for medical checkup. You realize that the money will be spending you instead of you spending the money. You know, you know money can spend in one. Ah, you are supposed to spend money, spend your money, but instead, the money will not be the one to spend you. You will not be able to eat any, any food you want to eat. There will be certain food you should not eat and certain food you should eat. If you try to eat other food, you'll be in trouble. You have so much medical, med, med, medication you have to take in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. The day, the day, the day, you start seeing yourself like that way. The first place we are to prosper is in our spiritual life. So if, if you are not prospering your spiritual life and you are great, your greatness will be fading away, fading away gradually, fading away because nothing to carry. Fading away, fading away, fading away. Fading away. Fading away gradually. So that is why you have to take your time, leave that money, pray, find time to pray. Don't let money control you. Let the giver of that money control you. (laughs) 
But today, what is happening? Where are you living? Because you have money where you are living before, you have to leave the place and live where rich people live. Money is the one controlling you. You know where you started? You know your beginning? Where are you living now? You live among the rich because you are a rich man. That is money control, not the giver of the money. The rich are living together and the poor are living together. Who will help the poor? And you are blessed to bless others. You are blessed to bless others. You are safe to save others. That is the purpose of your blessing. You are blessed to bless others. This is the cause of the problem now all over the world. If God gives you breakthrough and you become so rich and you are now mismanaging, misbehaving, it's peace you cannot run away with. But you can run away with rich, wealth, but it's peace of heart you cannot run away with. So like people sitting down now, they're looking for prayer, they want prayer. You are here, breakthrough your business, but after the prayer, you have breakthrough, billion of dollars, you receive it. And then you say, ah, I've received it. You run for God. But it's peace. You cannot go away with it. You will run away with money, run away with wealth, run away with the fame, but the peace of God. God will be looking at you to see the money you are going, you, are, you have taken, he has given you, how you spend it will determine the peace of God in your heart. So this is what is happening all over the world today. This is why you see so many rich, wealthy people all over the world without peace. How do we know that they don't have peace? The conflict among them will tell you this people has no peace. But if you have peace of heart, people are insult you, beating you, and you'll be saying, take it easy, take it easy. But peace does not want conflict. It wants peace. Peace is always fighting for peace. Unity, love. So when he gives you that greatness, he will hold on with this peace to be, to be monitoring you to see how you go about your greatness. That will determine how you re release the peace. So please, the first place we are to prosper is in our spiritual life. So please, you are to go back to your drawing board. Tell your neighbor, go back. Go back to College of God and seek the Spirit of God. Yes, you have to go back. You have to go back. If you know you are blessed, you have money, you have property, you have this, please go back, go back, go back, go back. Go back. Man live without peace. Are you one of them? God bless his word. Well.